NASA wants to take your name to space. A far-right radical won Argentina's presidency, and former First Lady Rosalind Carter has died at 96. I'm Jeff Pierre, and this is The 7 from The Washington Post. It's Monday, November 20th. Let's get you caught up with today's 7 stories. Number 1. The World Health Organization evacuated 31 babies from a hospital in Gaza. The premature infants were removed from Al-Shifa Hospital yesterday. That's the hospital in Gaza City that Israel raided last week. It's essentially stopped functioning as a medical facility without enough fuel, clean water, or medical supplies. The WHO said two babies died the night before they could be evacuated, and 11 more are in critical condition. The newborns are expected to be taken to Egypt. Israel claims the hospital complex was used by Hamas as a base and to hold hostages, but the evidence for this is inconclusive. There are 239 hostages believed to be held in Gaza. Senior officials have said that the U.S. is close to a deal with Israel and Hamas to briefly pause the war and free a significant number of women and children captives. Former First Lady Rosalind Carter has died at 96. That is our second story. Rosalind Carter transformed the role of First Lady in the late 1970s. Instead of focusing on ceremonial duties, she worked closely as a policy advisor to her husband, President Jimmy Carter. She sat in on cabinet meetings and represented the United States on foreign trips. She was also an advocate for better treatment for the mentally ill, both during her husband's presidency and in the decades afterward. Here she is in 2005 at an event at the Carter Center talking about her work. A first lady does have influence and some power. She can get the attention of Congress. The Congress people don't always react the way they didn't react to what I was doing the way I wanted them to, but I did finally get a Mental Health Systems Act passed, a Mental Health Legislation passed, Mental Health Systems Act of 1980, and um, it was good legislation. It was not perfect. It was not uh, what we had hoped we could get, but it was good legislation, and we were really proud of it. The Carters were married for over 77 years. That's the longest presidential marriage in U.S. history. They knew each other virtually from birth in the small farming town of Plains, Georgia. After their first date in 1945, Jimmy told his mother that Rosalind was the girl he intended to marry. She died at their home in Plains yesterday. At number three. A far-right radical won Argentina's presidency yesterday. Javier Malay is a 53-year-old economist, former TV pundit, and an admirer of Donald Trump. He claimed nearly 56% of the vote in an upset over the center-left economy minister, Sergio Massa. This is Argentina's sharpest turn to the right in four decades of democracy. Voters were angry at a government that has sent the peso tumbling, inflation skyrocketing, and more than 40% of the population into poverty. With Malay, Argentina has taken a leap into the unknown, with a leader promising to shatter the entire system. Number four. OpenAI CEO was dramatically fired by the company's board on Friday. Sam Altman helped to build OpenAI, which is the company behind the popular ChatGPT bot. The board wasn't entirely clear about why Altman was fired. 
It issued a vaguely worded statement saying it lost confidence in its ability to lead. The firing sent shockwaves through the tech industry. Altman has become the face of the artificial intelligence revolution. The move blindsided investors and employees who tried but failed to get Altman reinstated over the weekend. OpenAI was initially founded to provide a counter to big tech's power in AI, but as the company took on more investment money and began developing consumer products, some in the industry said it had abandoned its mission. Microsoft announced this morning that Altman will join their company to lead a new advanced AI research team. Earth briefly passed a feared global warming milestone on Friday. That's our fifth story. Preliminary data showed that for the first time ever, average global temperatures were more than 2 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial times. That's 3.6 degrees Fahrenheit. This is an important benchmark, and it came sooner than scientists expected. The planet has seen months of record warmth, and 2023 is on track to be the hottest year on record. Scientists won't consider the benchmark to be officially breached until average temperatures are over 2 degrees Celsius of warming for months or years at a time. But it's still a worrying sign that the climate is moving into uncharted territory, with levels of warming that could bring severe consequences to the planet. At number six, companies are fighting to keep those annoying hidden fees. President Biden vowed to crack down on these hidden charges, known as junk fees, last year. If Biden has his way, airlines, ticket sellers, and others could be forced to be more transparent about their charges. But these companies aren't going to give up these profits without a fight. Since last year, they've launched an intense lobbying fight against the Biden administration. The Post reported that hundreds of filings have been submitted to government agencies over the past year. It means the plans could become stuck in long legal fights, potentially delaying or even denying financial relief to the public. And at number seven, NASA will take your name to space and a message in a bottle. The space agency is inviting people to submit their names to travel on a mission to one of Jupiter's moons next year. It'll engrave hundreds of thousands of names in microscopic writing on a dime-sized chip alongside a poem. The mission's purpose is to investigate whether the moon Europa is capable of supporting life. It may have the energy source, liquid water, and chemicals that make life possible. And the names and poem will be a message for any potential extraterrestrial life to find someday. You can find the link to submit your name in our newsletter. All right, you're all caught up. But here is a quick reminder. If you're listening on Spotify, please rate the show. And if you're listening on Apple, you can rate the show and leave us a note. I'm Jeff Pierre, and I will meet you back here tomorrow. <laughs>